Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about a new coping strategy. Now, this strategy is actually a diagnosis. So what I wanted to talk about today was making sure you understand what is in your cocktail fully uh, and not just having blinders on and going full speed. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that in today's podcast. So let's dive in. Okay, so if you know my story, I got diagnosed with dyslexia at the age of 10. I was living overseas from where I'm based now, and I was very lucky to be in a private school that diagnosed for dyslexia. We're talking 25, 28 years ago. Sometimes, you know, that's so hard to count your own age, right? <laughs> it just makes you feel old. Uh, but yeah, looking back now, it was a long time ago. And I got diagnosed because I was really struggling to copy text from the board. And I was very lucky my mother and my teacher recognized it and pushed forward to get a diagnosis. And that was fantastic. And that's really where we thought the buck stopped. You know, back then, neurodiversity wasn't even a word. I'm not even sure when it was invented, but it didn't feel like it was a word. Um, Dyslexia was known to a point. Uh, a lot of places didn't recognize it very well. Um, and when you when you touch on things like ADHD, autism, dyspraxia, all of these other fun and exciting phrases, there just wasn't a huge amount known about them. Some were being diagnosed more than others. Others were just, here's some pills, get on with your life. And let's just say in the last 28 years, the world has really woken up to more. But how does this relate to the coping strategy I want to talk about today? The reason I bring this up is dyslexia is a key challenge I have around my spelling, the way I write, the way I think. Um, it's all to do with the way I I look at the world spatially. I can pull things together. My visualization ability is amazing. Um, and all of that side of things, my, my connection to my emotions, all of that dyslexic side of me is really key. But the other thing that never got picked up when I was younger was that I had ADHD, just didn't get picked up. I was never the kid who was, as far as I'm aware, the most hyperactive. Hyperactivity was never the core part of my ADHD, externally at least. I, was, I had my moments of being overexcited, um, and, but it was very much more internalized with me. I, you know, because of my dyslexia, I could live in my own little world. I could create worlds in my head and challenges and things and stuff. And so ADHD just kind of was a by the by. If something went wrong in my life, it was just because I was a teenager. I was a kid. And this is what I hear so often with, with young ones, especially is that, oh, they're just being kids. It's just, they'll grow out of it. You know, that's just parents going, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I hope that the love of God, they grow out of it. You know, that's what they're saying, right? Um, but what happened when I was, I'm trying to think exactly when I got diagnosed now, but about five years ago, not even five years, must have been four years ago, I got an ADHD diagnosis. Now, I watched a video, and there's a great video I'll link to in this podcast, if you've ever worried or wondered about ADHD, that I recommend looking at. Um, cause it really gives you a, <laughs> if you watch it and go, Hmm, that's me. You pretty much, you pretty much know. Um, but if you watch it and go, actually, I don't, I'm probably 10% of that. You probably don't have ADHD. 
but it's important to find out what other co-diagnoses you have because neurodiversity, the more and more I get into it, the more and more I, I, I listen to others, is the more and more I see how it's such a cocktail. You know, it's not like you're dyslexic, you're free of everything else. What it means is you're neurodiverse and dyslexia is the most obvious way it's presented. Does that make sense? You know, that's usually how it happens. Majority of people don't get the right diagnoses across the board. They get one, they triple down on it, and they start to build a life around solving that one issue. Rather than going, hey, you know, and this is this is not no, not your fault, this is not anyone's fault, but it's just the way it happens. Instead of, you know, where, where it's more, okay, if I've got dyslexia, what else might be part of that mix? And if you can solve that earlier on in life, the earlier you can solve it, the better. You know, when I found out I had ADHD, I'm not going to lie, I, I remember sitting in my office at the time, the sun was coming in, and I just kind of sunk down into a beanbag. And I was like, wow, how do I, how was I not told this when I was younger? How was this missed? How was I so good at hiding it? Or what was the reasoning behind it not being picked up? And, you know, it took me a bit to get, o get over it. Like, I'm not saying weeks or anything, but I just remember sitting there for an hour going, whoa, because it was a huge moment. And from there, I, I was able to test out different ADHD medications. With dyslexia, medications don't exist, but ADHD, they do. And my first round of trying, it had some really good moments in it, but I didn't think it worked. And then I took some time, I went back and actually reassessed my medication and got the right stuff. And my gosh, it's changed my life again. You know, it's helped me stay focused in the day. It's given me the moments of clarity that are just so valuable. And it's allowing me to cope much better on a day-to-day -day basis um, as required. Now, I know people, some people can't take medication. Some people can. Some people choose not to. Everyone's going to have a different path. But what I do know is being aware that I have dyslexia and ADHD gave me the options to choose my own path and my own journey. When you only think you've got dyslexia, you know, it's it's very, you know, tough. And, and I'll, hey, I'm going to put my hand up and say, I could have had the ADHD diagnosis maybe three years earlier, two years, three years earlier. There were moments where people had mentioned it to me, but my ears were not open. They were not ready to listen. And we're all going to have our, we're all going to be open to listening at different times. You know, it, it's not like I don't hold regret for not learning sooner, but I can, I'm happy I did when I did. I'm happy I hadn't left it longer because, you know, being able to know more and more about what, you know, it makes me up allows me to do more. You know, I understand when, when something is dyslexic, something has to do with my ADHD. You know, it's easier. It's clearer. There's no, there's a lot less storytelling in my mind. There's a lot less beating myself up because I, I just understand how my brain is designed. I'm like, okay, I'm hyper-focusing now on something. Um, do I want to lean in on this or do I want to stop? I can ask myself those questions. I understand the impact of ADHD. I can also understand that if I'm completely procrastinating on something, should I push that to the side and come back to it and do something I'm much more likely to actually get across the line? 
um, or not? You know, I, I can ask myself better questions. So, you know, the coping strategy today is make sure you have an understanding of who you are and make sure you have an understanding of how your brain is built. There are heaps of ADHD tests, and I'll pop that video as mentioned in the podcast notes, but there's heaps of ways of finding out more about your personal situation. Um, and I think really you can take the tests online to get enough of an idea um, before you actually go and get a full diagnosis. Getting especially an ADHD diagnosis or a dyslexia diagnosis can take time. I know a lot of public systems are pretty tough in certain countries, are pretty tight with time. Um, private systems as well are not the best. Uh, my real gut is that artificial intelligence is going to play a huge part in the diagnosis process in the long term. But until then, um, just knowing that awareness is huge because you can make better decisions. So if you if you've if you think you may be have ADHD or you're interested in autism or whatever it looks like, you know, do some googling, find some tests that you can try, and just see how you fit into it. See if it's a possibility. This is not to say, hey, there's more stuff wrong with you. Hooray, because <laughs> I know there are some people thinking, I'm not sure I could handle it if I did have more stuff. But let's be honest, you have it whether you know about it or not. Being able to know you've got it at least explains it. Instead of you going, oh, I'm just terrible at this, this and that. Oh, there's a reason. Oh, great. When you've got a reason, you've got some level of control over it. So that's my belief at least. So hopefully you've enjoyed that. Hopefully that coping strategy has helped you. And hopefully you've got, it's got you thinking, maybe you have got all the diagnoses that you need. Or maybe you're just wondering if you need, there could be one more out there for you. I'll leave you with that. Any questions, again, you can reply to this on Spotify. And I do read all the messages that come to hello at truthaboutdyslexia.com. Have an epic rest of your day.